Okay, so my Sinikaku box set three, disc two of three. How is it? Well, this volume opens off with um, the mistaken belief that the manager has decided to go and act upon Mitaka's offer for marriage and that the two are planning out a wedding. This devastates Godai, who runs off, uh, determined never to come back again because the love of his life is gone and so there's no longer any reason for him to stay. Of course, this being my Sinikaku, it is quickly dispelled after a good amount of melodrama that indeed that they were talking about a completely different subject and that she's not getting married at all. However, Godai has, is gone and nobody knows where he could be. This starts to go and get to um, Kyoko after a while, who comes to the realization that she herself has a less full life without Godai within it. And so the two uh, begin to realize even further the feelings that they have for each other, even when they deny it, uh, when their feelings become hurt. Uh, there's some kind of uh, not entirely worthwhile episodes on this disc, such as when they all get stuck down the well, which is rather boring and dumb. Um, but uh, some of the episodes tend to go and make it a bit well uh, worth it. So while there's some episodes on here that I would give a neutral rating by themselves, the good episodes more or less make up for them. So I'm going to go and give this disc a recommended. Let's hope that disc 3 of 3 happens to go and get a highly recommended from me, because this is a nice series, but it would be nice if it was a little bit more on the... Uh, story side and a little bit less on the filler side. Alright, well our final review for now is going to be of Esplone Volume 8, Forever and Ever. Uh, these contain the, this contains the final three episodes, episodes 24 through 26, called Fateful Decision, Zone of Absolute Fortune, and Eternal Love. Now, this being the last volume, of course, I don't want to say too much about it. Um, so, I'm going to try to pussyfoot around the details as best I can. Uh, Hatomi has become increasingly war-weary and tired of all of these negative feelings that she's been experiencing on Gaia. And so, wishes strongly to be back on Earth without thinking of the consequences. Uh, her wish is granted and she ends up back on Earth. Uh, and after some soul-searching, realizes that she is needed on the Mystic Moon and needs to go back. Uh, she keeps um, trying to decide between her feelings for Van and Alan, and eventually a decision is made. Now, like I said, I don't want to tell you too much about this, so I'm going to have to keep the review for this short. And so I'm going to go and look at this volume so much, not in the sense of it on its own, but within respect to the rest of the series. Uh, it's uh, Escaflone, as a long-time listener should know, is a favorite series of mine. We've uh, been reviewing it slowly over time for quite a few years. And it's nice, on the one hand, to finally get to the end of Escaflone, but on the other hand, it's also sad when a series with this much quality to it ends. The music, of course, is very, very good in Escaflone. Um, the character designs, wonderfully well done. Some people complained about how the noses looked in this. What they should realize, of course, is that this is reflective of the manga, and that when they normalized the noses in the movie, it looked even weirder. But then again, I consider a movie, the movie a travesty upon itself.
Not that the movie's entirely bad, but it's nowhere near as good as the television show. Now, one of the things about this ending, and people that have seen it will know what I mean, but it kind of falls into the category of, well, let's go and wrap things up. Uh, we get some nice twists and turns along the way. Some stuff seems a little bit too implausible, uh, but it, we, uh, as viewers, are able to go and accept this as part of the storyline. However, uh, when all is said and done, it gets to the point where they go and they resort to pulling one of the standard endings out of the hat and decide to go, oh, well, we better go with uh, this sort of ending, which kind of disappointed me as I was hoping they were going to kind of uh, end it on a satisfactory yet different note than they actually did with this series. Um, all in all, though, Volume 8 wraps up things rather nicely, uh, kind of a cliche of an ending, so I can't give this a top recommendation, but uh, I like this series enough that I'm going to go and have it go out on a high note, and so Volume 8, Forever and Ever, of The Vision of Escaflone, I give a highly recommended.